Hi, welcome to another success case study from Create BT Wealth. And today, uh, very grateful to have two uh, excellent, not only personal trainers, but business owners join us. And uh, going to take the opportunity to, to explore uh, how they uh, built their business, how, where they come from, and uh, where they currently are now. And one of the key things we like to do at Create BT Wealth is really take the time to to interview other people in the fitness industry who have come through, started from scratch and uh, built up a business. So firstly, I'd like to welcome both uh, Nikki and Angela. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Great. Excellent. Well, great to have you uh, ha Great to have you along. And uh, one of the things we uh, we want to do is is really help inspire other personal trainers who, who may have start be in a position where you were, you know, so um, so many years ago, and really give them some really good insights and information and inspiration about what they can do in this great industry of ours. So, I guess firstly, um, the both of you, how, how long have you been in the industry for personal trainer, and uh, why did you decide to start your own business? Um, well. I've been the personal trainer for about four years, and Nikki's been doing it for probably about three years. Um, initially, we never actually planned on being personal trainers. We just kind of got to the 30s, and we're looking for something to, I suppose, the next step of what we what we wanted to do in life. Um, so we were working full time and did the sort of the course on the side, and then did a bit of personal training on the side as well. And then we just realised what an impact we were making on people's lives, more so in the Career that we were doing previously, yeah, and we were just hooked by then, and we wanted to transition into doing it full time and you know, doing something that we we're actually passionate about and what we really love. Yeah, perfect. And um, Nikki, yourself, you? Um, yeah, I actually was ready to change careers as well, and um, I had, it hadn't even occurred to me personal training. Actually, it was something I did for myself. Um, as in, I had a trainer and I enjoyed it. Um, but watching Ange become a personal trainer and you couldn't shut her up when she got home um, <laughs> from a client. Um, and <laughs> but it, it, the level of passion and excitement was um, contagious. Yeah. And I was looking for a career that gave me more. Um, Interaction with people, and I was interested in psychology behind um, uh, people getting their mindset right when it comes to looking after themselves, and that's what drew me in. So I was I was actually considering going and doing a psychology degree, but not very excited about years of study. So um, <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a really good way to. Um, Find something that was really interesting to me, but didn't require, you know, um, a massive budgetary hit, as in going full time back to uni. Um, so yeah, it ticked a lot of boxes, and um, I was really pleased not to be behind the desk all the time anymore as well. So it was a really good sort of life balance. Yeah, well, that uh, that leads me to the next question. Maybe a bit of background about what you were both doing before uh, starting your own business and. Uh, was that a deciding factor uh, to start your own business uh, based on what you've, you've been doing previously? So, uh, yeah, tell the gang what you were doing before, uh, yeah, getting into this industry. Yeah, uh, well, we we're both behind a desk for you know 40, 50 hours a week, and I was an accountant. I was about 19 years old, and um, 
I was just in an office constantly. I didn't have much contact with people. I don't regret it because it gave me some amazing skills that are now extremely useful, which is really good. Um, I worked in politics and um, so I worked for state members, um, a federal senator, had lots of interesting experiences, learned a lot, um, had a lot of positive things happen and I don't regret it either. Mm. But I just got to the point where I didn't feel I was growing anymore and um, I needed something in my life that uh, met my needs and um, enabled me to still feel excited about going to work and I'd lost that, you know, it was becoming more of a chore and so I was looking for something that brought that variety into my life and um, also, you know, sedentary jobs too after a while. So <laughs> yeah. I was feeling very slothful and it was really affecting my mental health um, because especially in those kinds of jobs quite often people cope by drinking too much and, you know, just um, they get smashed on the weekend to come out of the week and <laughs> and I just found that it wasn't it just wasn't um, a good thing physically or mentally for me anymore. We didn't want to live for the weekend. We wanted no. to enjoy every single day. Exactly. So yeah, we were ready to um, ready to change. Yeah, that's great. So and, and what I liked about it is is how you're saying you you no, no regrets, and that's great because everything has led you to this point, no doubt. And uh, I guess the accounting skills yeah. too are very useful when it comes to, uh, to running a business. So, yeah, and, so I guess like with Nikki, um, she did a lot of networking, which was really good. So we're bringing in some really good skills, but we knew absolutely nothing about sales and marketing. Never had anything to do with that in the past, and didn't even know where to start. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I bet. And uh, Nikki, was that? Uh, so, what, what was your background? What were you doing? Um, I was writing. A lot, um, correspondence, speeches, all that kind of stuff. So it actually, um, and research as well, and that all was really helpful when it came to writing blogs, um, doing research, um, and putting the concept behind our business together. So um, Ange and I do have complementary skills. I, I'm crap with finance. Um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm really, really glad <laughs> good at it. Um, so, you know, it is, it is fantastic that you're setting up a business that you can find. Uh, I realise it's not the case with everyone. They might have to hire someone who, who provides, um, who fills in the gaps for them. But in our case, we were able to um, become business partners and work together and, and focus on our strengths. Yeah, that's great. And I, I agree. It's, you know, if you are fortunate enough to have that, Alliance when you start uh, good at, if not like you said there will be things you won't be great at and you'll identify it pretty quickly and then yeah I think what you're saying then it's good to be able to outsource those areas or, or learn them yourselves one of the two um, was there um, was there a defining moment that made you guys realize that you know developing your business skills was essential I know it sounds like both you you know you'd, you know you've been into a, you'd had a job you're accounting that's I guess classified definitely as a business skill. Um, but you did mention sales and marketing. Um, were they the things that you really identified were the keys for you to, to, to learn more about? Was it was there any other areas oh, that stood out? Definitely. Yeah. Well, without the sales and marketing, we'd have no business. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could do all the financials. If you had no money coming in, you had to go and find those people. And we didn't even know where to start. And, you know, we'd guess things like flyers or something like that. But yeah, yeah, absolutely no idea. 
But we've done um, what we have done is we've done a heap of personal development stuff mm. and lots of intensive courses, and they always said the same thing: is if you want to be successful, go find someone who's already done it and do exactly what they're doing. Go mm. try and reinvent the wheel. So we knew that we needed to find someone who's really good at sales and marketing. And then when we found out there were business coaches within the fitness industry, we said, well, let's go find the best one, jump on with them and learn absolutely everything that they've already tried and errored before and we can fast track it as you know, clear as possible. Yeah, so that's, that's how we found guys. Yeah, and great. It's um, it's definitely great advice. I'm, I'm, we're a big fan of that. And I know you, you'd, you'd also done a lot of um, other personal development before meeting us, so I guess you, you definitely understood and valued that uh, concept. It's probably the most important piece of advice we received in the beginning because um, I don't believe we would be where we are. I don't even think we would still be trainers or running a business if we hadn't done that. We'd still be other jobs. Yeah, we, we would have gone, this is too bloody hard. We don't know what we're doing. Um, and kudos to people um, such as you guys who set up businesses without necessarily having the guidance or mentors in the industry to help do it because um, I, mean, I think it's uh, pretty unusual to be able to do that. Um, I think most successful people have had mentors or support systems and um, why why wouldn't you if you've got the opportunity around yourself with people who've done it before? You know? Yeah, it's like uh, you know, if you want to become an electrician, don't just try to go out there and have a crack at it. Hey, you probably got to do your <laughs> you got to do your apprenticeship first, so you don't uh, kill yourself and other people in the mean, in the meanwhile. But yeah, I think it's one of those things. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. When Brad and I started it, look, there wasn't there was probably coaching around back then, 21 years ago. I'm, I'm assuming, uh, but definitely nothing specific for us. And I, I know we both spent many years just bumbling our way through and. You know, until yeah. we, until we eventually got onto this whole concept of running a business and a business coach. So, yeah, um, I, I think the the main part there, I like what you both are saying, is that it actually what people have to realise is it costs you a lot more money not knowing how to do things rather than investing in your education as uh, as you both did. You know, not oh, the, you know, every, the money you lose as well, the money you, you could have been getting. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one, of the, one, of, one of the same, isn't it? Like the, the money you don't get because you're not good at sales or marketing or, it's, yeah. Yeah, even the personal development stuff we did, um, uh, you know, we, in all honesty, we pushed out thousands of dollars to do some pretty um, intensive courses. But absolutely priceless. We actually wouldn't have come home and quit our jobs and transitioned into the new careers without having done those courses. So. I don't even think you can put a price on that. No. And, uh, you know, that leads me to my next question is where, where did your, you know, where did you start your business off in regards to the, the financial and day-to-day running and where is it today, if you don't mind sharing that. So I guess you started from zero, did you, from scratch? And yep. Yeah, so we started, um, I've just picked up a couple, I've put some adverts in Gumtree, I think it was, or something like that, and um, ended up getting a couple of PT sessions out of that. It took ages to get anything. And then Nikki jumped on board and she got a couple as well. And we had some good opportunities with um, some free group training that was here that we could get it some clients from, I guess, from that. And there was, so we started off with two public group classes per week. So we were doing all this while we were doing our full-time jobs. Yeah, yep. And then um, about, it's been about probably 18 months since then. And now we've got a little studio. We've got two trainers working for us. And we've got about 10 public group classes per week. And Nikki and I have probably dropped back to about three to five PTs per week, I think. 
and they're the ones yeah. that we've chosen to do because they're either um, who've been training people for a while or their friends or you know the kind of money for us to do it. That's fantastic. So, so then, answer money. Oh, sorry, you go. Oh yeah, I was just going to say um, we've seen people make the mistake before um, where they've, they've been coached or they've been through personal development, you know, built up and excited to make massive changes, and that's great. But and we did make massive changes, but we were strategic and we we transitioned. We had a plan. So um, we weren't in um, financial stress. Because uh, we, Ange and I, very may not be fans of stress. Um, some people <laughs> thrive on it, we don't. Um, so we planned the change um, to work for us, so that um, you know we didn't, we weren't under at any point making major decisions under um, duress and then regretting the choices we were making. So. I guess um, I, I, what I'm saying is that I have seen people come out of personal development and go, yeah, I'm going to completely change my life and it's going to be amazing and then you know, make big decisions um, but without proper planning. So um, yeah. it's great, to, great to, to be enthusiastic but then sit down and, and plan it out. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more. And you know, you said 18 months uh, business, your business from. Um, from scratch to where it is now, and you know, I, my I think conversations from you both is that you, you know, it's been well and truly past where you were replacing the income that you were getting from your um your, your positions. Plus, you, you get I know you guys are big on the holidays, so you take holidays quite regularly, and now you've got people working for you all in the space of eighteen months. So, my experience of you both is, you know, when you're doing our program, you you tended everything possible, you did all the work, and hence why eighteen months. Later, you you are in that position where I've been in the industry for 21 years, and I, I know people who started similar time to us, and they're still in the same position and, and not move forward yeah. based on like you know what you're saying there, Nikki. No real planning, no real direction, no guidance. You know That's all those right. Yeah. And another thing that we we have seen is um, people go and do courses, whether it's with you guys or personal development courses, and they walk out and expect things to be different. Mm. You have to bear yeah. like, every single day, put it into action. Um, and you know, if, if you find at some point you've lost direction, then reset and then put it back into action. And um, I've seen people just course jump from mentor to mentor course yeah. to course and not actually um, implementing, implementing anything. anything. Yeah, so you know, um, and. Uh, Yes, it's yeah. I get what you're saying. So they're you know they're looking they're looking for the thing that's going to do it for them, not them doing it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. That's definitely so um, good advice. You guys are great in that you deliver us um, formula and you deliver us um, uh, tested methodology and and systems and all that stuff. But that <laughs> you know doesn't it's not as easy as going oh well then. Now the money should start pouring in. You've got to <laughs> make it your own and implement it and create an atmosphere and make it yours. You know. Yeah, it's like if it's that easy, everyone would be doing it. Uh, but on the flip side, yeah. if it gets it gets it gets easier, of course, when you put the time and energy in. I'm sure, like now for you guys, the uh, the business has a lot more predictability. It, it runs a lot more smoother. You know how to get leads. You know what to do when you get the leads. You know how to convert into sales. 
all those things are it's more of a um, streamlined process there's no guesswork i guess or hoping that you know that all plans out for you yeah yeah there's a lot to learn at the beginning really quickly i think yeah yeah well, we knew we, if we put the time in then within you know how many a couple of years or something rather then we could just sit back and enjoy what we built and have the flexibility to do what we wanted that's what really strikes me about you, you both. You had a really clear purpose and vision, didn't you? Like it just seems like you you just had that motivation. You just knew what you wanted, and that. I mean, you tell me, was it? Is that what helped you get over the, you know, any kind of challenges or doubts? It's just your vision was so big and your desire was so great for what you wanted to achieve out of this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah. not not going back to your job was that another motivator? That was a big motivator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> it hasn't all been smooth sailing. You know, I think sometimes, um, you know, we have the tendency to compare ourselves to other people and go, God, everything's mm. so breezy and positive for them. And I don't think anyone is breezy and positive for them all the time. There are times where, you know, we've been working early in the morning and then late in the evening still doing a bit of admin after a class or something. and. One of us has expressed, you know, wasn't it great to get home and the job was done and the old job or... Mm. <laughs> yeah. And you start romanticising and reminiscing and we've actually had to sit down and remind each other why we've done what we've done and where we're going and just to, you know, reset and be, maintain our enthusiasm because when things are a bit difficult or you're working harder, through a growth period, it is easy to reminisce and mm. and lose sight of all the stuff you didn't like. <laughs> and I wouldn't trade what we have. Uh, but sometimes you need to remind yourself of why and have you just um, talk talk to someone or you know sit down yeah. with yourself and write it out. And um, we even one day sat down and worked out what it would take to earn the same amount of money in our old job and then looked at that scenario and went, well, that really sucks. And it just reminded us why we don't <laughs> want to be there. And then we got all enthusiastic again. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, you, you do have days where you feel flat and, and you, you do things virtual or spiritual that help you get through that. Yeah, I love that. I love the fact that you, you know, you sort of hasn't been all smooth sailing, and and that's important. Everybody who's been successful is going to have challenges. That's it. Anything that yeah. you don't ever hear anybody talk about how easy and simple it was, and all that's probably, you know, it's definitely not untrue. If you've been in business for a while, and made it, you know, that's not the case. But also, like the part that you know it doesn't have to be the doom and gloom in the world. It's all about you know discovering what you're really made of, and you know what you really want, and sticking at your guns, and you know, staying focused on that end result. Uh, or you could, like you said, just go back to what was comfortable. That's a, you know, your job. Yeah, sure, you, you get to come home in the afternoon, your job's finished, but you don't get the stuff that I guess you ultimately wanted um, for yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's yeah. very important. And I, I guess on that note, was that your biggest challenge? What, what was the biggest challenge for, for you both going through this process? Um. Yeah, I guess so. It's not getting caught up with any of the negativity and, and like you were saying, comparing yourself to other people. Because, mm. you know, most people are happy to share the um, great yeah. stories and success stories, but, you know, <laughs> they might only be 40% or something like that. And when you're going through a bad period and you're listening to someone else, you're thinking, well, 
why am I not where they are now? And you don't realise they've been doing it for four or five years or something. They've got two years on top of you. Yeah. Or they've got right. a completely different kind of style. At the very beginning, because we didn't know who we were or what we were going to do, whether it was outdoor, indoor, and you know, watching everyone else's progress, going, oh, should we be doing that? And thought, we changed completely everything and go down that path and you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And I remember in the beginning when we were coming to um, some of your workshops, um, we'd meet people and be really inspired by them and the networking is yeah, one of the great things about them. Um, but at the same time, sometimes walk away and go, you know, I'm not working hard enough. Look at Blood, you know, um, Joe Blood's over there, he's working so hard and, you know, and then you sort of have a go at yourself and, you know, they're so positive and they're doing so well. Mm. And then next time you see them, you're going, oh, you know, I'm being stressed out. <laughs> really. I've been working too hard, and you go, oh, you know, <laughs> they're normal. They're normal, <laughs> and um, that's that. You're just reinforcing what Angela is. So easy to compete with others. You don't know what their journey is. Tomorrow they might have a very different headspace. So yeah, trust your own journey, and and um, everyone's different. Some people thrive on stress. Some people workaholics. Um, some people would uh, you know fall apart, get ill, and hate their job, and they. So you yeah. can't try and be someone else. They're all built differently. Yeah, I like that. I think it's just it's just some of the best advice. You know, out of this whole audio that and the information sharing, I I I, I truly believe that's that's such an important thing to focus on. Like you said, uh, Nikki, I think it's Nikki, your own your own journey and make sure you're staying focused on what you want to achieve. Because you're right, you might see someone down the, down the road and they look successful, but you have no idea really what's going on in that business. You don't know how well it's truly going. Um, so yeah. it is important just to, you know, it's okay to be inspired by others, but, yeah, like you said, not get triggered or emotionally, you know, um, yeah. get into think, judging um, yourself about somebody else, you know, because you don't really know what they're going through unless you're on the inside. That's yeah. right. And I was actually thinking out when I was training someone this morning, um, and we always say mindset is the first and most important aspect of um, getting your body into shape is to get your mindset right and get your, your drive and your perspective um, and your goals. And it, it, that's the same with business. It's exactly the same. You know, the way you, you coach someone in personal training sessions is the way you need to coach yourself in business. Um, you know, start with the end in mind and have clarity and um, keep revisiting it. Yeah, I, I definitely couldn't agree more. And uh, I'm going I'm to jump to a, um, a question because we're talking about this. Don't focus on your own goal journey. Uh, you know, so I was speaking to you, to, to you both. Well, I think I was speaking to a Andrea uh, last week and the week before. And um, you know, one, one thing that really stood out for me when I was having that conversation with you is, you know, you, I hope you built your business up to where it is now. It's going well. It's providing you the lifestyle that you really, you really were after. Um, you know, you. you there was a chance that you could possibly franchise and all the rest of it. And, you know, you were saying to me that, uh, hang on, that's not really what we wanted. And I think that's important as well that, uh, you, you know, we, bigger is not better. You, you really do have to know what you want from your business and what it's supposed to provide you with the lifestyle. And, you know, I think, oh, yeah. I, found, I found that trip early days. I thought the next thing was you always have to go bigger and bigger and bigger. But, you, you know, what I really admired about you both is that you took the time to sit down and go, well, what does this thing actually need to provide? Us of our lifestyle, and you know, once you obtain that, well, is that is that correct? Is, is that's what I thought I was hearing when I was talking to you the other day? 
Yeah, that's absolutely spot on. I mean, the reason we left our jobs was because we wanted to have a particular lifestyle. And then as we started, this, then people started asking, are you going to franchise, are you going to license? And we thought, well, that's just going to put us behind a desk for 40 plus hours a week again. And mm. the responsibility, which is why we left that career. So we got really, really clear about exactly what we wanted and exactly what we wanted our days to look like. And then that was our big why of, you know, of having that clarity and not getting distracted by anything else. And then once we knew that, then we just you want to have this great lifestyle and have a holiday every single year, and then it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing around us. If we're achieving this, then you know, we're successful. Yeah, I love it. And uh, I just when I heard that, that's just perfect. It's most people get into a business, they got no idea why they just and it becomes this monster that they just consumes them. And you know, I've learned over the years that instead, you know, I advise people now, hey, design your lifestyle first and make your business fit that. And you know, that's really the purpose of it, in my opinion. Um, have that end point and then design it. Yeah. The gaps in, in the middle. Yeah. And you can just clearly yeah, see uh, see why you, you you've hit your target. So you know, with you know, not saying easily, but you've you've hit your targets in the time frame you've had. You know, because you've just been so clear on what you want from it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, we weren't necessarily clear from the very beginning. It took a bit of navel um, gazing to sort of, you know. Um, get clear on who we were and what our values are and what we enjoy doing. But once we once we became clear, then other things fell into place. So, you know, um, we're very much um, drawn to the to the community sort of environment, business that um, very personal um, people trust us, people know we're part of their community. And we knew that we'd lose that essence if we been franchised and it's not that franchise is necessarily a bad thing, they're just, you know, it's just a different, different vehicle and it's not the one that would um, take us in the direction that we wanted to go and it would actually take us away from what we enjoyed doing the most, which was providing a real personal boutique service. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I just think it's such that's such a valuable bit of advice. It's perfect, you know, it's, um, you've got to follow your own race and do what you what, what you want to do. Um, next is what, what do you believe was your biggest breakthrough in getting your business off the ground? Like you know, I think we mentioned a few things. I mean, was there one specific thing that you believe was the biggest breakthrough for you, for you both? Oh, probably joining you guys. I'll take that. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that. I'm happy to take that on board. It is true though. I mean, it would have taken years to work out all that stuff, and you guys just had a wealth of knowledge. I mean, even just doing that. First two-day course. I mean, I already knew I wanted to join when we did that. Um, the first thing, and you know, just the simple something simple like the direct debit. I didn't even know that existed. Mm. And we put that into place straight away, and Dang. then yeah, that was really easy to pull the cash out of it and all the dramas, and then you know whatever the next thing was. You guys already already had an answer for it, and we just worked out what was going to suit us best. And you just fire these things off one after yeah. the other. It was, We're not patient people. We no. couldn't fat around with all that stuff. Oh, just smart. We get on with doing what we like. Yeah. yeah, and knowing hardly any people would actually have a business coach as well. Mm. So, I mean, we see a heap of competition in the area, and know none of them have got anyone else backing them up. You know, anytime they've got a problem, they've got to try and work it out themselves. We do do it. And anytime we had a problem, we just you know, ring the coach and say, right, you know, how do we sort this out? And done and dusted, and on to the next thing. So. Well, thanks very much for that compliment, and uh, we'll definitely take that on board. We're quite proud of what we do, and uh, more uh, more importantly, I guess for us, you, you 
Brad and I often speak about you both as the, the ideal client for us who got in there, did everything and made it work. So, I mean, my biggest break, I think the biggest breakthrough from, from me watching you guys is just your ability to take action and do what's required and just jump in, you know, and just get it, make it happen. So, yeah, that's outstanding. And, you know, action's the key. You, you got the knowledge from us and you put it into play. So, yeah, it's, you know, perfect combination. Um, if... Um, if you if you had to start over, like you know you, you're 18 months down the track now, if you had to start over again, would would there be anything you do differently uh, from the starting point uh, as you've gone along? Uh, if I really had to think about it, um, probably we were so eager to find out like what our target market was. Yeah. So we would you know, play with lots of different things, and then you know we design a website that was targeted to that, and then realise it really wasn't who we were, and so you'd end up spending all this money on a website that was useless and had to get another one. And I guess probably taking the time to find out who what clients were attracted to you. And yeah. then once you've been doing it for a little while, then look at them and think, well, what are they all what do we all have in common? Like and sometimes it's not a demographic either, it's not like that they're female in between, you know, twenty and thirty years old or whatever, that kind of stuff. When we came and did the one of the business building workshops, we decided we were going to sit down. I think you guys were talking about your personal values and business values. Nikki and I then spent a few hours trying to work out what they were. And then yep. we realised what our core values were, were exactly the same as all of our clients. Mm. They were people that you know, they, they wanted to have a purpose, not just for themselves. They wanted to either do it for a charity or do it for a greater good or you know, and had integrity and all that kind of things, which is exactly who we were. They enjoyed um, connection and community, and they're drawn to a supportive environment. So that then that our realization was, well, this this is great because this is this is who we are. They're picking up on that. They're the ones who are sticking around. Um, so we just need to to um, create a business that's a reflection of our own values, and um, our marketing can be directed with those those kind of words. Um, and those kind of messages as well, so to attract those people. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the people then that will stick around for ages. I mean, one thing you really got good is is loyalty. Mm. If someone's not there just for you know a twelve week program, they're there for years. Yeah, yeah. And, and they don't want to leave because of the community that we've created. Yeah, I love that. I know I really love it. You 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 both put into that uh, business on that level because it's one thing to get. Clients, but it's, it shows you what kind of business you're truly running if you have clients sticking around, you know, for the long for the long haul, and you know you've excelled in that area. By it looks, at it. I mean, evidence speaks for itself. So um, yeah, yeah and we're also not bothered when people leave. In that, we can usually tell why mm. um, they just don't fit, you know, and that that's not personal. It's um, some people are just not. We don't fit them. They don't fit us, and they'll go somewhere else, and that's completely fine. So um, then it frees up a spot for someone who does so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love it. Uh, it's going to actually add value to our whole community itself. Yeah. You're just hearing it, you know, like if, any, if people are listening to it, just just hearing that you can you can hear it in both your voice that, that it's a truly a belief of yours and something that I strongly believe in as well. It's you know, we just can't. I don't. I think it's it's a real waste of energy to go around feeling like you need to keep everybody's a client and you know you're so worried about if someone leaves. Because you need the money, it's not a good way. It's like it's not a good community. Um, it's not a good, yeah. not a good feeling. It affects your behaviour and the way you're in your business. So in your case, it's yeah. you put all your energy into running the community, the, the program based on the values and 
people pick up on that, it's rather for them or not. And if they don't, if they don't fit that, it's fine. It's, you know, like, like you said, it opens up a spot for the, for the right person to be there. So I love it. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you put your energy into the people who you know will add value. You're not sort of trying to convert people yeah. who yeah. are just going to take advantage of, of what you've got to offer. You know, you, and then you get disappointed and you blame them instead of maybe looking at yourself and thinking, where am I really putting energy into the right kind of clients? And, yeah. Um, so, I mean, because we put energy into people who are actually um, quality clients, it's actually taken over, uh, it's got a life of its own now. Our clients organise social events and then tell up. You know, oh, you know, we're having a send-off with Don, so he's leaving in a month. Oh, okay, that's great. Yeah. So that's <laughs> something we don't have to organise. So, um, that's awesome. <laughs> or, you know, we're having a get-together because Angie and I have had a week off, so they've decided to get together and have a group class. So, okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, all these things are brilliant. So, um, And we know that all we've got to do is get someone down to the group classes and then everyone else will just surround them and, you know, Sell it for us, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the, um, That's the best thing about that. You got you got walking salespeople for you all over the place. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next question. Uh, I mean, I get asked a lot, and so I can ask to you both being through it and building up a business to where it is now from from zero. Is uh, what is? I guess can you tell us your secrets if we want to use the word secrets or, or your methods to building a successful personal training business? Um, probably what we were talking about before is just the why, and, and having yeah, knowing that everything else, all the building blocks, just fall into place. That's probably the biggest secret. I'd, I'd say, yeah, it's just your motivation for why you're doing it. Yeah, I agree. And then you never never lose track of where you're headed. And sometimes if I feel like my why is getting a bit fuzzy. Um, which happens, which happens, and and it's normal. Um, I'll do something like go and find some good TED talks, um, sit down and watch them, or you know listen to um, some successful business people um, on DVD or CD or whatever, some audios or you know, um, and and it just reminds me of things that I already probably knew but have forgotten. And um, yeah, I love it. I, I I totally agree. Totally agree that you know the big enough why it will get you over the humps and the hard times and get you out of bed and things aren't going your way. Um, yeah, I love it. It's not so much sure that you know do marketing and all this stuff. It's definitely if you don't have the big enough why, not that stuff will happen anyway, in my opinion. So yeah. Um, what, what's been your greatest business building achievement up until this point. So what do you, you know, reflecting back on the time, what do you, I guess what are you most proud of and what do you think has been the biggest achievement for you, for you both in, you know, building the business? Um, well, I guess um, coming, focusing on the more technical side of building, probably hiring people, that's I think quite a, um, a big step um, yep. where you really go into that employer mindset and you have to be um, more of a boss. So I think if you have any um, aspects to your personality that make that challenging, um, it's, you have to get real and acknowledge those um, parts of your personality type. So for example, Ange and I know we're both pleasers. Mm. Um, we're the type of people who, who like to make everyone happy, which is a, a, a 
good thing in many respects, you know, and, and it means we go out of our way to um, express our gratitude to our clients and that sort of thing, so it can be a real blessing. But the downside of that is if you need to approach um, someone who's employed and say, you know, this isn't working or that's not working or how can we move forward on this particular issue and you shy away from consultation on, on anything that might feel a little bit uncomfortable, then you've got to you've got to work on that and get over it because you know when you're a boss that's not an option. So um, because it'll come back and bite you in the ass and be a bigger problem at some point. Um, so I always your voice is always in my head going nip it in the bath, nip it in the Yeah, get out of here, I'm in the toilet. <laughs> I've always remembered you saying that early on, and we constantly repeated that, as Jason said. Um, so, <laughs> um, and it's absolutely true. Every time we delay dealing with something, it, it's become an issue. And then when you deal with it, you go, oh, shit, that actually wasn't very hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've also learned uh, ways to um, manage issues like, um, you know, expectations of, of when you hire someone and you might have expectations um, that are unrealistic in the beginning so you have to learn how to be a good mentor um, and remember where you were um, and you know put yourself in their shoes and talk to them um, accordingly so we try and um, help people answer answer the, the questions that we want to ask but on their own in the same way you did with a client you know, you use open questions and encourage them to come to the realisations of what's not working on their own without lecturing people. Yeah. So, um, so you know, I mean, that that's all management skills and that's something that um, I think it does take time to learn, but you want to learn it fast or you might have someone walk out on you or, or you know, end up with a not so healthy relationship with an employee. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, definitely uh, business can be that you know, best personal development program on the planet, that's for sure. Yeah. And also because we're pleasers, we also had to counsel ourselves on not hiring everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, well, they seem nice. Oh, we should give them a job. You know, um, you had to really sit back and think, no, well, hang on, what sort of personality type? is actually going to make up a better team. Yeah. It might not be someone, um, you know, we might, there might be someone we interview who, who we probably want to be mates with, but is that really who's going to be the best person yeah. for our team? So you really have to think about it from a business perspective. That's cool. Yeah, I agree. Also, I suppose what you're lacking, if there's any skills you're lacking. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't want to find someone who's exactly like yourself, you want to find something that, that's missing in the business. Yeah. yeah, I agree. You, you know, I don't have clones. You run around as much as that might be cool. Um, yeah, definitely have people that have different skill sets. And what I like when I hire people is that you brought on people that, that did have different skill sets to you and they had things that you could learn, It'd be it a technical-based thing and training or some other area. So, yeah, I, I agree 100%. And, yeah, good to be very clear on who you want to be hiring. Uh, Actually, the um, personality test, um, but if you can do those kinds of things, it's going to be helpful. For us, it was um, just to sort of be able to look at someone and say um, they're going to work well with us, or they're probably not. 
um, and just get a good balance between you know having enough common ground to work to, to work together and work well, but maybe have different skills to bring to the business. That's great. Yeah, I agree. It's um. Just yeah, you know, just the best. That's what I love about business, and you know, you, you get to go through all this process. So my my next question here is, what what advice would you give to someone who's interested in, um, well, not actually just not interested in building a PT business, but someone who's actually maybe in a business right now and struggling? Uh, you've heard some great, you've heard some great resources, great tips and hints today. Uh, is there anything specifically that um, you know you would recommend? Um, as we said, you know, we've been at a Benefited immensely from um, from your mentorship, um, CPTW, and um, we wouldn't be where we are now. So first and foremost, surrounding yourself with the people who have the knowledge and experience um, that you need to learn from, um, make it worthwhile for them. Um, either pay them or return the favour, and then build allies. So you know, um, foster those relationships. Um, and um, probably also knowing your strengths and weaknesses as well. And um, you know, when um, you've got an internal conflict, you can burn out. And, yeah. Um, yeah. What you and the way other people view you, that kind of thing as well. And you know, definitely work on those weaknesses. And yeah. um, start focus on your strengths. Yeah. So I mean, if you're not good at something, so like Nikki and I, when we didn't have any sales and marketing, that was the first thing that we needed to sort out straight away. Because we all love working on our strengths. Yeah. You know, and I love doing all the financial stuff, but I can spend too much time on it. And what I really should be doing is looking into the marketing and yeah. that kind of thing. I agree. I'm glad you said that because that's it's just so important. You know, that to to know what your strengths and weaknesses are, to to know what you need to be focused on. And if you're if you're lacking in the areas of sales and marketing, but you avoid doing it at all, then a year down the track, you shouldn't be surprised your business is not going any better. You know, rather you haven't you haven't developed that area or you haven't. You know, employed someone to do it for you. So yeah, I, I love that. Instead of shying away from it and just getting back into the what you're good at, if it's the technical training part of it, is actually yeah, embrace the marketing and sales part because it's going to give you that end result, which is um, what you're saying, which I love. That's true. And and in the beginning, I think Ange and I both felt um, we we had to both know everything. Yeah. And yeah. we got to the point and uh, where I said, well, I really all this. Accountancy business and finance really just makes me want to go to sleep. Um, and Anne said, Well, I don't particularly like all the research that you're doing. And I said, Well, let me do it. And we said, Well, why are we doing what we enjoy doing? What's easy for us? And then, as long as that information is accessible to the other party, um, so you know, if you're, a, if you're a single operator, as long as you've got a good accountant who um, Gives you updates, so you're, you feel like you know, you're basically across what's going on, but you don't have to worry about the details, for example. So, um, by all means, yeah, just make sure your weaknesses are covered, that the right people are dealing with them, um, that you're still in control, and then enjoy doing what you do well. Excellent. Well, I was going to ask you any, any parting tips for you know for. For anyone listening, uh, if you have one, I'd love to share with you. I think we've, I think we covered off a lot just there. But if you do you have any, uh, any parting tips, any actions, any things that uh, you could, I guess, leave our uh, people listening with, or do you think, we, or do you, do you think we've covered it? Oh, I think there's definitely something is that yeah. about failure, and failure is fine. Right? Yeah. Failure is 
you know, an opportunity where you can learn from something or change and, and improve it. So, you know, when we used to do something wrong, you know, we'd you know, sort of knock ourselves about and go, oh, why are we not perfect? Why are we not doing things? And then we're like, hang on a minute. We can actually use this to change our systems and be better than what we were. So every time there's a failure now that we have, then we actually celebrate it. I usually write an article about it and publish it. So. <laughs> <laughs> an opportunity. Um, yeah, and if you look at any successful person, they've failed heaps. But they, the thing is, is they keep getting up and keep going and not giving up. Yeah, I, I love it. Once again, you know, it's just a great bit of advice and. Uh, if you, if you know, I guess you're not, yeah. fa not failing, you're not, you're not learning, are you? No, exactly. Be okay with it. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, for me, I, I read a book years ago when I was trying to figure out what on earth I wanted to do. And sometimes it can be really confusing to figure out where you fit and where, what sort of business you want when in your head you've got, you know, I guess you're comparing yourself to others or you think about things you feel you should be or should do. Um, so what helped me get clarity um, when reading this book was a particular question and it said, um, consider what you would be doing when you're not watching the clock and plan to do more of that because that's when you're in your element, when you're not counting down the days or the time um, you are being who you were designed to be and you are in the moment and so whatever you do, design it so that you can just keep doing more of that. Brilliant. Love it. I love it so much. Hey, can I get you guys back on weekly? Can we just do like a weekly, you know, um, tune into the Nikki, Angela and Jason show? I, I love it. I, I personally, I'm feeling pumped up, excited and, and motivated and that's what I love about what I do. And, getting to meet such outstanding people such as yourself, it, you know, really it reminds me, inspires me to keep going and, you know, aligning, aligning myself with people that just have that right attitude no matter what your business is doing in terms of money, it's just having the people that, like like yourself, just are out there doing yeah. what they want to do. It's just a great, uh, great experience to be around. So um, yeah. thank, thanks so much for taking the time out of your, your schedule. I was going to say busy schedule, but you probably, you've probably got the lifestyle now where it's not such a big deal. Um, for you, but I do appreciate your time. I know you've got plenty of things that you could be doing now. Uh, oh, no, I know. I mean, this is really good for us. I mean, talking about it also helps us to get clarity. You know, just re revisiting who you are and why you do what you do sometimes actually is uh, really good practice anyway. So. Yeah, look, I, I, I definitely find that, uh, you know, if it's, if it's stopping to, to reassess the year, hey, that's it's just gone, the yeah. new financial year now, so now's a perfect opportunity to. So how did we do? What did we do well last year? What didn't we do well? What could we improve on? What's the goal for next year? It's definitely good timing for this. Um, what did I find the interviews too? It does. You sit there and go, wow, because we're all human. We all start looking for what's next, what's next, and I guess sometimes forget, you know, what we've actually done to get here. So uh, especially when you're yeah. motivated, if you're a motivated individual, you you can sometimes do that. So it is nice to stop and reflect. I will once again. Uh, thanks so much for the time. Thanks for sharing what um, has, has been such a success blueprint for you so far. Uh, I'm sure people listening to this will take a lot of um, a lot of great points, a lot of good education and uh, really just uh, inspire them to, to, you know, to keep pushing through with their business. So look forward to seeing you in Perth when I'm over there for the Fitness Expo and no doubt we'll, we'll speak soon. But once again, thanks very much. Yes, and thank you.
Thanks for asking. Bye now. Bye. Cheers, bye.